This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, all seven rounds in heaven is back. We're brought to you by Sports Drink. Sean Payton just turned in one of the worst coaching jobs in NFL history. It is I, Rob Paul, a.k.a. the newest Swifty. And with me, as always, is AJ Devon H. Han, now that he's run for over 200 in a game. Marchese. I, I respect it so much. You just dropped 200 and change your name. Or at least <laughs> correct the pronunciation of it. That's big dog shit. He probably tried in College Station and <laughs> yeah. the folks down there are. Yeah, it's just, it doesn't fly down there. No. Today, we're talking all the noteworthy NFL rookies from week three of the NFL season. Let's hit. Seven. 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 rounds in heaven with my baby. Driving out to Casey, maybe. Looking for Stroud or a Bryce Young. Who's going to wear a Hawaiian shirt today? Who's going to put ketchup on a stick? Who's going to find a steal? In the fifth, the home team. Let's go seven rounds. Let's go seven rounds together. Let's go seven rounds forever. And that's a song. Today's episode of Seven Rounds in Heaven is brought to you by Dove Climate. He's the best aggregator in the business. He spreads false news. He steals tweets. He might be real. Nobody's sure. Dove Climate. That's who brought us to you today. Thanks, Dove. Did you thank him? Oh, thanks, Dove. NFL Week 3 Rookie Superlatives. Rookie QB Rundown is uh, thin this week with both Bryce Young and Anthony Richardson not playing. Uh, thankfully, it, it, Bryce Young practiced today on Wednesday, September uh, 27th. So, thanks, <laughs> Dove. I'm going full Dove tonight. Um, so hopefully he's going he's gonna to get the start on, uh, on Sunday. And Anthony Richardson was at practice, but I don't think he's fully cleared the yeah. protocol. Um, Hopeful, at least. Are yeah. you worried more about Bryce given Andy Dalton thrived? Okay. I'm, Andy Dalton thrived, but I'm going to talk about the Panthers off the line later. It was horrendous. So, yes, I am more worried about Bryce uh, for sure. Let's, let's get to the only rookie quarterback who played as I continue to do all C.J. Stroud games, which will continue into next week as yeah. Houston plays Pittsburgh. Such a Stroud um, hug. Well, I was right. He was my QB1. I feel good. I feel great. After all the the, the bad QB2s oh, yeah. I've had, one needed to pan out. You know what I need? I need to see all those j- jackasses who talked all about what, what was the? I don't even remember the test. The, What's the, the test? S two. S two. S two. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, where, where they're like, yeah, he's not going to be able to like. What, what did it measure again? Like reaction, cognitive speed, reaction cognitive time. time. Yeah, 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 something like that. And 
Meanwhile, he's like a freaking robot out there with the way he works through his progressions, gets the ball out of his hands in an instant. Like, he's playing behind a horrible offensive line. It doesn't even matter because yeah. the ball's out of his hands. Um, yeah. So, against the Jaguars, who he upset on the road. Smashed them, too. 20 of 30, 280, two scores, averaged over nine per attempt, completed over 66% of his throws. It was just money. It was like Bobby Slowick's also doing a really good yeah. job. Which is a huge help. But at the same time, like, Stroud just gets the ball out so quickly. He's diagnosing stuff so fast post-snap. And it's not like he has world-beating weapons. Uh, I'll talk about one of them soon in a Mm -hmm. second. Um, But, like, Robert Woods, Nico Collins, Tank Dell. He barely even uses Dalton Schultz. And and he's just picking apart secondaries. Yeah. he looks really good on play action. His ball placement on the, the short to intermediate has been really impressive. Um, especially outside the hashes and over the middle. Like, the tougher stuff. He, he He's just... Everything seems to be on time. The All the worries about, oh, he can't extend plays. He's not this out-of-structure freak show like Bryce Young. <sighs> Shame on you for saying that, AJ. <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah. It doesn't matter because he's just like playing within the system so well, and like I said, off the like the play action intermediate stuff in in the ball placement on the sideline, he had I think it was a uh, to Robert Woods one off play action, uh, and he just put it on the money on the like right at the white paint. Um, he had the deep shot to tank Dell, which he just kind of dropped in his bucket with Dell beating like three defenders essentially. Um, and that was, like, right out at the start of the game. Tank Dell was just running open at points in time. Like, the Jaguars' secondary didn't look great, and the, ja- the Jaguars' pass rush, again, was not getting home on Stroud because he's getting the ball out so quickly. But I-, I-, I think maybe the most impressive thing to me about him is the poise in the pocket. Like, the pocket can be collapsing. He'll stay strong in it. He's not like a Derek Carr type of turtle. Like, and he, he his release is so quick that as it's coming down, he he's still keeping everything on time, um, and and like the footwork's just been unbelievable. Like the navigation of the muddy pocket, uh, yeah. I don't know. Like, I, I think after week one, I, I I said something like, like he'll be at a, a Kirk. I compared him to Kirk Cousins in some way, and I I think like CJ Stroud's shown enough through three games that. He's looking like he'll be a potential top ten quarterback. In a, yeah, in a year or two. <clears throat> yeah, for sure. And I mean, I think, you know, I think the weapons have been um, better than I think people anticipated, um, at least through the first, you know, three weeks. Which is funny because I feel like Bryce Young yeah. people overestimated the weapons, yeah. and people under underestimated them with CJ Stroud, and it's kind of gone the other way. Yeah, totally. And, and I mean, people, you know, thought that the Panthers offensive line had a good stretch the last at least eight weeks of the season last year, right? And oof, looks 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 awful so far to start. But yeah, I think, I think with, with, with Stroud, you got to come out. They still, they have the Browns first round pick. They have their own second. I think they got the Eagles third or something like that. You got to come out and probably two of those spots go off the line. And hopefully with, you know, uh, Tonsil coming back healthy, maybe hopefully Juice Scruggs hits, right? You can if that offensive line takes a big leap next year, 
Um, and, and you know, maybe another weapon. Which well, I, it's not even. It's not on. even the fact that it's not even the fact that they need to draft offensive linemen. Oline just needs to get healthy. Yeah, I know. I, I know. Laramie Tunsil, Kenyon Green, Juice Scrugg, Shaq Mason, Titus yeah. Howard. That's yeah. That's a pretty good starting offensive line on paper. They've just had four of those guys out for most of the year. Yeah, true. No, I know, true. I don't. I think I think it's still a little book still out on Kenny and Green, but yeah, like I think yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, I again I agreed, but yeah, I think you still got to add there, add a weapon, um, and yeah, who knows what they can do next year? Um, you know, D'Amico Ryan's clearly got them going this year. Like you said, Bobby Slowick would be in the conversation for the uh, NFL Broyles Award to start the season. I think, uh, yeah, no, that's all. That's cool. I, it's I honestly to me. I, just above all else, I love the S two weirdo truthers talk that we had. Just looks so stupid immediately. That's my favorite I part also, of this. I also want to point out that um, CJ Stroud, especially obviously, you had the Falcons game, but just looking at B. John Robinson's stats this week, CJ Stroud's in the thick of the offensive rookie yep, race. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. B, I wasn't even going to bring up B. John. He he looked like he looked fine, but the the offense the offense for the Falcons was bad. Yeah. All right. You want to get into our offensive rookie of the week? Yeah, you want to shock her up? Bijan. Bijan Yeah, he looks fine. I'm just going to, oh, come on. Uh, <laughs> it's obviously Devon uh, Chan, A Chan. Uh, I need to hear him say it. I, I couldn't find a, an actual pronunciation, uh, except for that weird Schefter tweet. Anyways, uh, obviously the most ridiculous uh, offensive performance in, I don't know, 70 years for the Dolphins. Uh, uh, Chan had 203 yards on the ground, two touchdowns, 30 through the air, two touchdowns. Um, you know, obviously he put a statement on his damn name. It was so good. Yeah. I mean, look, he looked like, uh, Texas A&M against, uh, FCS team. That's what he, he looked like where that speed was just scary. It was frightening. Like he, when he just put his foot in the ground, he killed every angle the Broncos could offer, and the Broncos' tackling was brutal. It was one of the worst tackling performances, and the, the Dolphins' offensive line looked really, really good. But yeah, just just special, special speed. Obviously, was ripping huge runs, but also like I, I honestly like I don't want to say you can maybe throw this out the window because it was a historically obviously maybe the worst defensive. It was the worst defensive performance in NFL history. Right by the Broncos, it is. It really is. So you can maybe throw. It is. It is. You can throw it out the window a little bit, but like just like watching uh, a Chan, like like I was really impressed, like with his patience as a runner. It wasn't the holes were there, but I, he was also setting it up a bit, and I thought he like he was stretching you know the outside zone really well and all that, and also like just doing a good, really good job of like making guys miss and knowing when to stick that foot in the ground and and absolutely go. And that's what sets him apart. I, I think it's going to be really interesting to see after this performance. I mean, Mostert had four touchdowns as well. How big of a role he's going to have going forward. I think you got to – I mean, I don't know if he's going to have 22 touches a game like he did this week, but I, I think you got to have him at least over 10. Like, you know, I think he should hit 15. Uh, both you – know, the funniest thing is the both receiving touchdowns came on like this exact same play where he just – had that, that, like, it was a really sick fake orbit, no-look shovel by two, and they just went back to it. Killed me. But yeah, Chan, just a special, special game. And I mean, I'm really excited to see. I'm so afraid of them just not giving him another, you know, another game where he's getting 10 touches. I'm so afraid of that happening. But he looks so damn good that I just, like, they, they can't deny I think, him. I think Mike McDaniel likes him too much for that. Like, I, Mike McDaniel yeah. knows that speed is freaking rare, and it, they're just going to, like, 
doing weird shit with them every once in a while at least. And it's just so um, ridiculous having that speed along with <laughs> Tyreek and Waddle and Mostert. It's insane. Uh, so just like the the confusion I felt during the 1 o'clock window in not having the Dolphins game and looking at the box score and seeing Achan a over 200 yards and just being like, I'm what the f- is happening? Like having just like because I, I, I kind of in my head um, thought he wouldn't have much of a role at all mm-hmm. this season than just seeing his two hundred yards. Yeah, and I mean, mind-boggling. yeah, it, it it really was. I did not expect it. Um, yeah, it's just, again probably the worst defensive performance in the history of the game. So there we go. Saying something. Yeah, it is. Because <laughs> the Jaguars got cooked on that Sunday, um, which is leads me to my rookie that we tanked out. I would have picked C.J. Stroud, but it felt cheating. So why not his top go-to receiver, fellow rookie, Tank Dell, third-round pick out of Houston, stays home, and he has been a hit right away for the Texans. He gets better every week. C.J. Stroud um, is really good uh, spreading the ball between him, Nico Collins, and Robert Woods. Uh, And Dell's been more of a chain mover uh, the past two weeks, or week one and week two. And this week... Like I mentioned earlier, when when Shroud dropped one in the bucket, he was kind of taking the top off the defense. He was running pretty wide open on deep crossers. He finished with five catches, buck 45, and a score. Um, the, the crazy thing, too, about it is I think a lot of us, me included, pegged Tank Dell as a pure slot guy. He's, like, not playing in the slot. He's playing on the outside predominantly uh, with Robert Woods in the slot. He's playing as the Z. Nico Collins is the X. And it's just yeah. like... He's. It's funny too, cause uh, I think not not necessarily the same way, but the concern with Tank Dell was similar to the concerns about Tutu Atwell, who were finally seeing hit with the Rams, yeah. and not the same player or anything. It's just like the lack of size, mm-hmm. despite the the talent, just making you think maybe he'll never work. And Tank Dell's worked instantly. He's worked since week one of the preseason. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not just the dynamic speed it's not just the jaguars defense kind of letting him run wide open for a touchdown um but it's the uh route running prowess like he is and and i think you saw that more week three was more about like the big plays the one the one down the middle uh on the on the deep go that shroud dropped in the bucket the touchdown where again he's just running wide open um but it's been the fluidity as a route runner mm-hmm. and the ability to set up his routes. Like Tank Dell looks like maybe he's not gonna be a Pro Bowl receiver, but he's looking like a high end number two. Yeah, yeah, and I think I think it. Like I agree with you. Where like maybe the most I don't know impressive or surprising thing where he like he's playing a lot outside, and that's uh, that's really cool. I hope to get a Texans game one day, Rob. It'd be so much fun to watch him. Bobby Sloak, uh, I think Bobby Sloak's going to be a head coach one day. I know it's three games in, but, and I know CJ Stroud. Like, seeing Sloak, Stroud, Tank, it's been a, re- it's really fun to watch the Texans. I really hope you got to one time. <laughs> it's, like, saying Sloak uh, could be a head coach one day, isn't it a super hot take when, like, the NFL is just so uh, crazy about finding the next hot hand at, you know, off to mind and coming from the shanty tree, right? Like, it's... Feels like a feels like a soft take, a cold take, honestly. Thank you. Thank nice you. try, though. Thanks. Hope you get to watch Houston one time. Defense rookie of the week. Yeah, my defense rookie of the week uh, coming from Alabama's Brian Branch, baby. He was he was maybe the best player on the field in that uh, Falcons Lions game. Period. 
like first of all, outstanding versus the run. He had, he had eleven tackles, all of them solo. Three of them were TFLs. Uh, he was just diagnosing every single play. They kind of had him like, you know, down in the in the slot a lot. I guess just the way the Falcons were um, were lining up, just let him let him just absolutely take over the game. Shot into the backfield time and time again, beating every single uh, you know block attempt from the tight ends. Um, and then when he got there, his his tackling was just technique perfect. Like he was just so clean. It wasn't him, you know, kind of landing and dragging. It, it was coming with force, and it was just such a beautiful display. I, I he was awesome. He was so so good. And then in, in in the in coverage, he was just as solid. Like had a really good um, PBU lined up outside, like on um, on Drake London one on one on a third down. Like see him see him do stuff like that. That's that's big time football. You know, had another. It was a TFL, but like in the in the passing game where like just this pit screen read it perfectly, beat the blocker to the spot. Another textbook tackle. Beautiful. It was it was just such a baller performance. Um, you know, with with a lot of prime rookies, he was clearly the the best. And uh, look, huge hit for both of us. Uh, I think every other team was dumb for passing on him and. I uh, I think it's so much fun that he gets to, gets to line up with uh you know Dan Campbell and company. I I think my my take right now is the Lions and the Texans, and then I think I would put the Packers into this as well. Are like just in terms of pure rookie play, those are the teams you want to watch. Yeah, I think I think that's fair. I mean, like I I was I was gonna mention Gibbs a little bit later, but yeah, like Jack Campbell was playing like a lot, like just as like an edge. Like this week, and he he had a sack. He had a sack, which was kind of like that wasn't like an impressive sack. He kind of just it was the last play of the first half, and Ritter kind of scrambled and he he chased him down. But yeah, really weird. I think like twenty six of his thirty eight snaps came as like a edge. Really weird. Yeah, really weird. Um, I know you got another line rookie to talk about in a bit. Yeah, I I, I do. So uh, my rookie of the week is uh, your boy Tully Tupelote. Yeah, he was awesome. Chargers defensive lineman who. He last week flashed, and in week three, just total, I thought total breakout. We got the Tully train rolling through the station on my end over here. Um, he played 77% of the snaps for the second week in a row, and like he is better than Khalil Mack. Khalil Mack's been like yeah. a bit of a nothing burger, and I think uh, Tully's going to be starting opposite Joey Bosa going forward. He started the last two games. Um, he... I think they credited him with 10 pressures, four quarterback hits, uh, and a sack. I also, like, am 99% sure he should have been credited with two sacks because he was in on two others where it should have been at least a half sack, and I, like, don't understand. And, and like, on top of, like, he clearly had a full sack to himself, so I don't know what's going on there. Uh, check check the numbers, NFL. Um, but they were lining him up, and so they, they would line him up, like a pure edge opposite Bosa, but sometimes they kick him inside and line him up over the guard with Bosa and Mac on the edge. And, like, that jumps back to what he was doing at USC where he was a little heavier and he was, like, kind of a tweener yeah. um, before dropping weight and kind of uh, fitting in as a true edge. And just his quickness lining up over guards was just devastating. And his hands are just so heavy. And uh, on the outside, he... Who, who's the I don't even know who the Vikings right tackle was uh, I guess Brian O'Neill um, he's just freaking bull rushing him straight into Kirk Cousins uh, on like three occasions he caused sacks that he wasn't part of um, his like just like freaking ripping out uh, club swims 
speed to power, in like lining up over guards with swipe moves, um, and playing his butt off. Uh, he looked like a future pro bowler, which I know that's really rich after three games, but yeah. like he's tied with Will Anderson and Byron Young for the most combined sacks and QB hits um, among rookies, I believe. Bar- Bar- I wasn't going to be knockdowns. Let me say that. I wasn't going to mention Byron Young, but he's also been really, really good. Like shockingly yeah. good. Had another good, good game this week. Um, yeah, there's been a lot of good rookies, man. It's been a really good start to the to the year for like most rookies. That being said, <laughs> there's a lot of rookies playing. There's a lot of rookies playing, and I don't think too many are playing like, like really poorly, yeah, honestly. No, and and I I think like. Not that we're like grasping at straws early last year, but I think it was harder to to find a lot of rookies, like to fill out every category. And this this like all three weeks, I feel like I have so many. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Good rookies, that is. Yeah. Um, who's your? That being said, who's your who's your worst rookie this week? Again, not like I didn't have like a blatant, and it's hard like when like a guy who shouldn't be playing is like thrown into the fire to be mm-hmm. like that's the worst rookie so you try to look for a guy who's probably a top 100 pick who's struggling and basically every time Makai Blackman was on the field for the Vikings the Chargers were going after him um, he only played 27% of the snaps but was targeted five times gave up five catches uh, he like Mike Williams got him pre-injury which sucks um, and like Justin Herbert, it was a Caleb Evans, Makai Blackman, like just everyone on the Vikings in the Vikings secondary was getting toasted. But yeah, Blackman just looked so out of place in the fact that he's only playing twenty seven percent of the snaps and getting cooked. Yeah, on the field, I thought was pretty concerning. And that's a guy who um, we both, I think, thought got drafted a little early. Yeah, yeah, uh, and doesn't help either when he's on maybe the worst defense in the league. Is that is that is that crazy to say? Or at least on a team that was supposed oh, well, to be Denver decent. Just gave up seventy. Well, yeah. Sorry, the Broncos. I'm sorry. The Broncos. I don't even consider in the league at this point. If you're if you're giving up seventy, um, my worst rookie, um, just outside of the top 100, but has started all three games. I thought like pretty solid week one, but uh, Chandler Zavala struggled uh, against the Seahawks this week. Uh, <laughs> PFF credited him with allowing 14 pressures. Holy what? Yeah, 14. Um, and again, I mentioned earlier, it didn't help that the rest of his offensive line was was really, really, really bad. I think Icky had the had his worst game since early last season, at least maybe his worst game of his career. Uh, he had a bunch of false starts. The, off, the 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 Panthers had eight false starts in this game. It was a disaster showing, uh, except for Andy Dalton and Adam Thielen. But yeah, like just just a woof, bad performance. Um, and flipping this on the other side, Jerron Reed had the best game of his career, and that was kind of credit to Chandler Zavala, who he was just eating it up all day. Uh, a couple sacks off of him, yeah, not not good. And again, I'm you know it's awesome to see Zavala win the starting job, you know, coming out of into the season, but. Yeah, he, he needs to uh, step up next week. And Icky, I mean, I know we're not talking Icky, but he really needs to step up um, because hopefully hopefully Bryce Young is back and they can protect his ass because it was a bad showing. That's uh, 14's like mind-numbing. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's bad. Um, going to primetime star, thought it had to be Jalen Carter. Yeah, it did. It did. He uh, just kind of... I mean, just sheer number of tweets we had to shoot off. 
kind of reinforces that. But yeah, he was just all over Baker Mayfield. They couldn't block him. Plus, he had the chase down force fumble on Rashad yeah. White. Um, handful of pressures. He's he's everything that everyone could have hoped. And I think the concern was mainly like how much would the Eagles play him, and mm-hmm. that has not been. Like, I know. A real concern, like they're playing him plenty, and it's paying off. Um, he leads all interior defensive uh, lineman rookie interior defensive lineman in like pressures, sacks, tackles, forced fumbles. He's uh, everything you yeah. want. And I, how many snaps did he play? He played forty-five percent. Like they're not overusing him. He played yeah. twenty-one snaps against Tampa and was a wrecking ball. On a per snap basis, he might be the best Eagles defender already. Like it's it's getting close to that, isn't he, it? He played fifty percent of the snaps in week one, forty in week two, forty five percent in week three. Yeah. Like they're keeping him fresh and he's dominating. Yeah. And um on one of the I think on Fletcher Cox Yeah. The Cox sack? sack. Yeah. Yeah, like Jalen Carter was right there too. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Um he, I think they credited him for four pressures, but it felt like he had uh, eight. Yeah. <laughs> he was just wrecking. But and they were, they were like in, they were bringing double teams over to him, and he was just like cranking through them. Uh, ridiculous. He's he's been everything as advertised, and uh, I don't want to say I, I I'll, I'll say and more because of the playing time he's receiving. You know, I thought maybe you you see through the first three weeks maybe more of a twenty percent kind of look for him, right? And like you said, t- touching on fifty every single week is really awesome he's been just such a monster he's been ridiculous all right who do you have for underwhelming performance yeah uh <laughs> just speaking of uh jillian carter this guy uh went went just before him and uh he has been awful or i don't know if i want to say awful because he's just been kind of uh non-existent that's that's uh the raiders tyree wilson who i put him for looks like a miss yeah yeah um he played only he 11 plays. snaps. He barely plays. He played 11 snaps for the Steelers. I forgot he was on that team. He's and it's, it wasn't just you know this Sunday. He's been invisible. Um, and he that's has zero pressures in three games. Yeah, he's been invisible. <laughs> and he, like, I don't know. Like he, I don't know. I don't want to be revisionist in, at all or anything here. But he does have a bit of the profile of the, you know the. Yeah, he does. He did. He did coming out. But you know, you overlook it because. Ah, it's going to be this one. And, you know, sometimes a lot of them do hit. But he has that profile. It's really early. Um, Raiders t- team's a mess, too. Like he the Raiders are a mess. Yeah. Like Chandler Jones, obviously, we don't know what's going on there, but he's not with the team. Yeah. And Ty- Tyree Wilson's still not playing. Yeah. Like, they need him to be playing, and they won't play him because he's just shown nothing. Yeah, that's brutal. I'll throw one more out at you who went th- pick earlier. I thought Paris Johnson. It, tough, tough assignment against the Cowboys. This is... Not worried about Perry Sean, worried about Terry Wilson, but struggled a bit, I thought. Um, give up a sack from, you know, Micah Parsons. Uh, I think he got called for three holds in the game. Uh, but they won the damn game, so who the hell cares? Roll, roll, roll Cardinals. And worth noting, Paris Johnson looked good through the first yeah, three weeks. Not worried. Um, they it's also just, ran the hell out of the ball, and he looked good in the run game. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm not worried. I'm just, just throwing it out there, kind of bit of a, I don't even want to call it a step back, but just a bit of a, like, you know, that's what you get when you play the Cowboys defense. Still won, baby, so who, who the fuck cares? Um, my underwhelming performance, I, I put two down. Uh, Ken, Kendra Miller for the Saints, it was just such a like a nothing performance against the Packers. Um, and I thought it was like a bit and during this was during A Chan's going off. And I'm like, Kendra Miller, come on, brother, do something. And this was obviously no Alvin Kamara, no Jamal Williams, 
it was the perfect opportunity for Kendrick Miller yeah. to kind of break out and own, own own some playing time down the stretch this season. Uh, and didn't, and now Kamara's back. And, yeah, just kind of going down on first contact a lot. Just ran for 34 yards on nine carries. It was just very nothing game. I also mm-hmm. put Jaden Reed down, mainly because he looked so good through the first two weeks. And he's getting a ton of targets. And he had three for 63 on paper looks good, but he dropped two touchdowns against the Saints. My, like, Green Bay ended up winning, and uh, but on one of the touchdowns, uh, on one would-be touchdown, they had to sell for the field goal on that drive. The other, Jordan Lovin could be sneaking, so whatever. But still, two drop touchdowns is, is a pretty big yeah. deal, in, especially when you're trying to come back from down 17 in the fourth quarter. I saw that one where it's just like it was a little out in the red zone and it was easy walking, and he just yeah, dropped they're both, it. They, they were both easy. Yeah, but then he came back with that great catch at, <laughs> down the sideline at the end. So, yeah, no, that's that's a, that's a fair pick. I also just want to point out, like, the Packers play so many rookies. It's absurd. Yeah, it's crazy. It is crazy, and I'm sure you'll have more to talk about later. Well, the, it's Thursday Night Football is going to be sick. Yeah, it's it just, is. There's going to be so many rookies. Uh, um, you know what? I know he's not a rookie, but, like, Samori Turi plays so much, too. And I love yeah, that. Yeah, he does. I love that. Uh, okay, looks like a hit for me is a guy that I, in his rookie debut last week, I thought he struggled a bit. But uh, Devin Witherspoon came back hot, I thought, for the Seahawks against the Panthers. He got targeted 13 times, and he only gave out five catches for 31 yards. Um, and I think only one of those was a first down. He also had a, had a pass interference call, but it was, a, it was an awful call. It was a brutal call. Not being a homer. Uh, it was a bad call. <laughs> but then he pairs that with 11 tackles. He was coming down, hitting hard. He looked like Illinois' Devin Witherspoon who was setting the tone back there. I think that's exactly why the Seahawks drafted him. Um, had like It was like every time the, the ball was thrown in front of him, like had a really good play um, blowing up a screen. It wasn't a TFL, but just made a really good play. Had a couple PBUs. Uh, look, look, look like a dog. He looked really good. Um, rough, 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 baby. Uh, <laughs> I was, yeah, just really, really promising performance. All right, my looks like a hit a little off the beaten path. Christian Isian, yeah, man, the Buccaneers safety, yeah, who I banged the table for. If you remember, I don't remember the safety show. I don't Actually? remember. Yeah, I don't. Stop. And I won't go back and check the tapes. I had a draft. Well, come on, man. He's been great. He's been so good. Yeah. He's been really good. He's playing a ton. He's had uh, clutch interceptions. He's he's starting in like in the nickel. Yeah. Um, and yeah, against Philly, like just uh, he was all over the field. Like wasn't like some world beating game, but it's just impressive that an undrafted rookie's like starting every week. Uh, for a team that's like a bit like a bit dumpster fiery but hasn't like gone full dumpster fire yet and like better than uh, i think we expected right (laughs) yes and he's um he i think he's i I tweeted there dob climbing still tweet so just go look at dob's timeline but uh he's a lot of the second lowest qb rating when targeted among rookies through three weeks it's been really good playing a lot, like you said. I mean, yeah, it was. I put him for one of my, my best UDFA rookies. It was, it was really good, and yeah, it shocked me week one when he had that interception. I'm like, yeah, Christian Asian is playing, and it was, it was a great play, and he looked pretty good against the Vikings. And he's Rutgers DBs, baby. Yeah, that's so true. What else is there to say? Shiano effect, Tampa Bay. It all makes sense. That's, that's so true. Uh, my looks like a miss with Tyree. Yeah, mine is. Uh, no, I hate to do this right now because you're just. You know, beating your chest, but uh, 
Yeah, I think I think you warned me on this one before the draft that I was going to end up being too low on uh, on Keanu Benton, and you look uh, you look right already. You look right already. Yeah. I couldn't believe you didn't. People didn't have him in the first round. I had him top thirty. I'm pretty sure. And uh, yeah, the he's looked he looked, he's looked awesome. Um, Sunday night against the Raiders was just flashing flashing everything. You know, the hands looked powerful. He looked athletic. Um, he had that awesome sack. We just toasted the off the center clean and got to Jimmy Garoppolo. Was making a, a lot of plays even when he wasn't getting to the ball carrier. Yeah, it's looked great. That's that's a that's a I, miss quick for me. Is he the second best rookie interior defensive lineman for Jalen Carter? Yes. One? Yeah, I think definitely. I can't. Yeah. Unless I'm blanking on someone, but yeah. Well, it leads me right to my needs to step it up, Mozzie Smith. Yeah. Uh, doesn't play a ton. That's yeah. I was gonna. I, was, I just wanted to say like I would love to see him get him on the field. More right. So he only played twelve snaps against Arizona. No. Was pretty much a non-factor. The Cardinals ran for two twenty-two. He was drafted to help stop the run. He can't get on the field in a game like that. Yeah. I just, I just think something may be going on there. Yeah, I don't know. And like, obviously, um, you know, Benton went after him, and so did Brian Brissett. Like, Brissett was right after him, and Brissett looks good too. Brissett had his flashes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and yeah, Mazzy's really got a. Step up. I thought like the the Bears interior duo has been pretty bad. I haven't at least this week they were. I wasn't the going to Bears up anymore. The Bears are just really bad in general. It's like rant. You look up and Quindell Johnson's playing snaps. I'm like, what the heck is going on? Okay, so we've we've talked a lot of Dove. Uh, you've beaten your chest. I'm going to come back and say my knees to step it up is Emmanuel Forbes. I I watched the Bills game. It wasn't brutal or anything. He gave up a really big play early to Stephon Diggs on like an Allen scramble. Kind of just let Diggs, you know, get behind him. It's it happens to the best of us. But like after that play, they kind of like pulled him off the field a bit. Like he ended up only playing forty one percent of the snaps, which I thought was just kind of odd. So like this is not me saying he's been poor, um, really, but like it's me just like clearly something something is going on there if he's playing that. That little, right? Um, I think he gave up like only two other catches. It wasn't, it wasn't a brutal gamer at all, but just it was funny that they pulled him off the field. Maybe it's not performance. Maybe there's something else going on, but it, it felt kind of strange to me. So I, I just wanted to kind of highlight that and see how he bounces yeah, back this week. People in my mentions told me that. So Yeah. Thank um, you, Dov. Highlighting, it, highlighting that for you. Yeah, <laughs> as if I invented these stats. Um, let me go back to the Cowboys-Cardinals. Uh, Kytrell Clark, who he's, he's he's a fun watch because he shouldn't be covering CD Lamb like every play, but he has to, yeah, because he's already the Cardinals' best corner. He gave up eight catches for a buck oh two, and it's hard. To, he's a six round rookie. They won. Um, Scoreboard, bud. And they won. Yeah, but he also broke up two passes. He's coming off what was it last week? I had him in my defensive rookie of the week. Mm-hmm. Like he's just I, I I just didn't know where to put him because like I was like. I looked up at the end, and I was like, he gave up some key catches, but, like, he also, like, was fighting with CeeDee Lamb, and he's just a, it's a very intriguing situation with him. I think he's going to be it a is. very good starter in the NFL. To me, he seems like one of the key pieces, potentially, for, like, Gannon to, I mean. Yeah. But for Gannon to get this thing going, right? I think, I think that's one of the guys. And Him, him and Josh Dobbs, yeah. Because, like, in Philly, yeah, I mean, Josh has been awesome. But, yeah, in Philly, he always had, like, a, you know, they always had one or two of those dogs in the in the secondary to just set the tone, right? And He's very Avante maddox Yeah, yeah. With Gannon coming from the Eagles. Um, also threw Darnell Wright and Cody Mock down. Yeah. Um. 
They're not right. Just got Chris Jones. <laughs> yeah, he did. He did. Cody Maka, yeah, the Cody Maka was like not horrible, but I didn't think he was that good against the Bengals. Like they're pushing him back a lot in pass play. Yeah, I wasn't gonna like you know bring him up, but yeah, he just yeah, I don't think he's looked great. I don't think he's looked great to start the year. Nah. All right, what you got next? Not ready to play. I'm going with another off the line. This is this is just like I want to highlight this. This guy got into the game, and he just literally wasn't wasn't ready to go. So Colby Sorsdal, the, the was six round pick out of William and Mary, played uh, for the Lions this week. Uh, Nelson got hurt at right tackle. Uh, Skipper came in to replace him, also got hurt. So Sorsdal ended up having to play uh, like 51 percent of the snaps. Um, I thought he struggled quite a bit, but honestly, it wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. Like, obviously, getting thrown into the fire like that, coming up from William and Mary, like he kind of he kind of steadied it out down the stretch. Early on, when he came in, it was like Bud Dupree was kind of giving him the business, but really, not not bad overall. Not not bad overall. So, kind of not ready, but not bad. And um, okay, yeah, please go. I was just gonna say, I kind of I went the same route with mm-hmm. my guy, where it was like I thought Terrell Smith had some good moments for the Bears. Um, and also had some struggly moments against the mm-hmm. Chiefs. Uh, but, like, big physical. He had PBU. He had a nice TFL. Yeah. Gave up 63 yards, though. But, like, I, I don't know. Same, same idea where it's like, ooh, okay. Like, day three rookie who shouldn't be playing, yeah. but is. And, like, kind of holding his own, but also getting rookied. But interesting. I always like those those performances. I don't know. They're enjoyable. Gives us yes. something to talk about. Uh, I'll throw one more in. It's very similar vein. Um, TJ Bass, you know, obviously having to step in. I just thought it wasn't, wasn't great against the cards. Gave up a handful of pressures. The Cowboys had to cobble together an offensive line, and I think it just didn't help. And he didn't look, he didn't look great in either facet of the offensive line play. But, uh, yeah. I, lo- I love seeing him out there, baby. Um... For best day three rookie, I got Dontavian Wicks. Yeah. He's just, like, become a weird chain mover for the Packers. Uh, who, again, they're just playing all these rookies. Because Carl Brooks, I also put down. He had two pressures mm-hmm. in FPU against the Saints. He played nearly 50% of the snaps. He played more percent of the snaps than Jalen Carter for the Eagles. Like, they're really playing Carl Brooks. Uh, same game, the Saints-Packers game just had everybody. Jordan Howden got the start, and he, like, held up, and he looked, like, very... I like that. Not spectacular, but, like, I know that was a guy you liked, and yeah. I thought he, like, just looked like a solid starter. That's that's good. I think that's kind of what I felt like he could potentially be, and that's that's nice to see. Um, here's here's where we come with Puka report. Five catches, 72 yards. Boring. One Lame. catch, kind of. Uh, yeah, kind of a one-handed catch. Uh, more importantly, full-on homer pick. Uh, also in prime time, Ronnie Bell, baby. I didn't say him, so you could. <laughs> yeah, two catches, twenty-four yards, a touchdown. Beat uh, Deontay Banks, fellow rookie, on that. Special teams tackle. Special teams tackle. That's how you make the team, baby. That's that's just the Michigan difference. But yeah, what a, what a catch that was! Like just it's kind of boxing out Banks in the corner of the end zone there. Uh, great play. Uh, one of the one of the last picks in the draft, and <laughs> can't believe he's paying early dividends for the Niners on a you know potential Super Bowl team. So I uh, gotta love that. Best UDFA rookie going back to the Packers Saints, like not the best, but the most random. Emmanuel Wilson playing like actual snaps for the Packers at running back. Do you know who that is? Yeah, I love Emmanuel Wilson. I have him in all my dynasty leagues. <laughs> uh, 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 he played okay, so he's from Fort Valley State. 
But he played at a school before that I've never heard of in my life. Johnson C. Smith. That's a, that's a college program. Yeah. And doesn't he have, like, it, it, insane, like, rushing stats? Yeah, like, he's, like, the greatest, like, D2 running back of all time. Yeah. Uh, anyway, he had 12 total yards against the Saints. Love it. Good. Uh, so got Hunter Loopke down because he had that nine yard rush <laughs> and the twelve yard catch. And, I love that. I love I that they're using Loopke, by the way. <laughs> it's so funny. And as I mentioned, Quindell Johnson actually played for the the Bears and had an interception off of um, Bling Gabbard at the end of the game. Right. I forgot. I yeah. forgot it was Gabbard. Yeah. Um, okay. I'm I'm doubling down on the homerism. Uh, our our hit of the year, Jake Bobo. Jake. Bobo, baby, uh, had his first career touchdown. It was a hell of a catch. You, 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 you were here when it happened. I think that's why it happened. Um, just got up high in the back of the end zone. Somehow got both feet in. What a catch! What a great play! And overall, like they, they've used he's he's played a, like not an overwhelming amount, but he's played a fair amount. He's playing. He's playing. Yeah, and I mean, like obviously it was the the camp darling and the preseason darling, but like honestly, he's he's looked pretty good on specials. And um, they've used him a lot as a blocker, kind of like motioning him out and like letting him lead block on plays and stuff. And he's looked good. Um, that's 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 my he's my Christian Isian. That's that's I mean you love him too, love but him. love him so much. Uh, rookies who flashed. I got some high profile guys. I have been in here, but you already mentioned them. Uh, Will Anderson, who had one of the coolest field goal blocks I've ever seen, on top of three pressures. Um, he the fact that they like I know. They gave up a lot to trade back. Yeah. Around, but like, it's kind of going as well as that could have gone, where CJ Stroud looks like a future franchise quarterback and Will Anderson is potentially the defensive rookie of the year. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Because, like, and like I said earlier, they're not totally hamstrung, like, with picks next year. They still have a first, they have a second, they still have a third. Like, yeah. when you put in the grand scheme and how well this Texan team is playing, I, I think that makes the pick feel a lot better right and obviously will anderson's looked great so who cares i'll put christian gonzalez down here in a gross game between the patriots and jets uh he he held his own against garrett wilson um kind of just like doesn't give up much when he gives up a catch it's like six yard nothingness he's like, been so good there was, a, there was like a third and seven and he gave up a five yard catch and sure it goes down as him giving up a catch but like at the end of the day you look up targeted eight times give it five for 45 like whatever um he's, he's been really he's been good. fantastic like and he's also when you look at him versus some of the other rookie cornerbacks he is the patriots corner one he is mm-hmm. covering garrett wilson tyree kill like he's covering wide receiver ones um and i also put Rasheed rice down because yeah she's been very solid with the chiefs he, he had was two really different good. catches where he got down to the goal line yeah. and didn't didn't quite score. Could have easily had two touchdowns. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, yeah, I, I got a lot of uh, playmakers on my list too, starting with uh, one of the best rookie tight ends through the three games I think we've ever seen, Sam Laporta. Uh, another phenomenal performance, eight, 84 yards, eight catches, a touchdown where he just got wide open, but flashing the athleticism. I, I, I don't know. Do, I don't know. I feel like I didn't give him enough credit as like the pure athlete that he is because he's looked really good. Again, catching the ball, like plowing through guys, like he's looked, he's looked awesome, and has been really solid as a blocker too. He's been unreal. Uh, lock him in for a tight end one on the rookie, um, rookie of the um, all rookie team. Um, flipping on on keeping on going, keeping more pass catchers. 
the the lone bright spot for this hapless Denver Broncos performance had to have been Marvin Mims, who had seventy three catches on three uh, seventy three yards on three catches. Uh, he's he's flashed that downfield ability through the first three games, but then more importantly, had that nine nine yard kickoff return touchdown, which is badass. Uh, had to get him in there for for the Broncos fans. Um, funny enough, uh, we got Josh Downs and, and Zay Jones mono e mono this week. And they had like very similar stat lines. It's kind of funny. Downs at eight catcher for fifty seven. Zay at eight catcher for forty eight. Um, on Zay, I, I thought that performance was kind of funny. Where like, I don't get why, but like, I think like every one of his routes were like under ten yards, and they didn't yeah, let him I get deep. That. Yeah, they didn't let him get deep. Um, and they, but it was also like they weren't involving him in the screen game until late either. It's kind of a funny performance. And I love Downs. It's just been kind of what they needed, and you know, chain mover slot guy. It's been perfect. Um, and on the flip side for the Colts, Ju- Juju Brents looked really, really good. I could have put him for a higher category, I think. Uh, looked really solid in coverage. Had a really nice uh, forced fumble chasing down the ball carrier. Uh, really, really promising performance. And last two. Uh, oh, sorry. One more pass catcher. Michael Wilson at 86 yards on two catches. Got wide open and did that like kind of like weird kind of yak, but it kept working where he just like keeping the defender off balance. And two backs. Gibbs looked good, I thought. I, th- I think it's the best he's looked as a pure runner so far. 80 yards, 17 carries. Obviously, get, let, him, let him get more touches there. Wasn't it super involved in the passing, which I thought was interesting? Um, and it wasn't like huge chunk runs, but just solid gains one after another. And then later in the game, he had like a few like 10 plots back-to-back. Longest carry of 21. It was not bad. Lastly, there's, there's been so many good rookies. I'm sorry, Rob. They got Zach Charbonnet finally some touches. Nine carries, 46 yards. Uh, won the angry run of the week or whatever the hell it is on Good Morning Football because he just sent a dude flying. Um, and I, think, I, think, I think that's an easy prediction for Charbonnet to him, you know, win one of those early in his career because that's what he does, baby. He, look, he, look like he, he looks like he does. Um, just running through dudes and just running hard and uh, promising. Kenneth Walker's also looked great, so kind of not getting on the field too much, but yeah. You don't? I'm done. Sorry, there's a lot of good rookies. I'm teasing. I don't know where Rook. I put down TJ Bass because uh, he like, was fine. He, he was okay. Fine against the Cardinals. Like for an undrafted rookie starting at right guard, like I thought he was like okay. He wasn't the he worst should. lineman on the Cowboys. Which exactly. Is, yeah, he was out of nowhere in terms of. Did you think TJ Bass was going to no. be starting a game? It's this soon? No. I mean, I did, but a couple years in, he's my guy. You um, didn't even remember he was a rookie. I, no, I totally forgot. I thought he was in last year's class. I don't know why. He's just playing so much ball at Oregon, that's why. Um, <laughs> I don't know where Rook is a lot less uh, low-key. It's, uh, it's, it's a fellow guard, though. Anthony Bradford got uh, his first career start for the Seahawks. A lot of Seahawks rookies. I thought he looked pretty good. I thought he looked pretty good. Um, much better in pass protection, I think, early on than I think we would have expected. I was higher on him than you were. But, yeah, I think you saw some of the power in the run game, too. Uh, promising, promising start. Finally, my start the rook is former Michigan corner turned Cincinnati Bengal DJ Turner, who played 38% of the snaps against the Rams, uh, has been playing in the 30 percentage yeah. snaps through uh, three games. Um, he's only been targeted seven times, but has only given up one catch for four yards. Yeah. rating of 39.6, lowest among rookie corners. Um, starting against the Titans, who cares? I agree. And, you know, defense is interesting. You know, I'm going to roll right into that where um, the, the Titans look bad. Derrick Henry looks like he's finally slowing down. It's not that Ty J. Spears doesn't play, but I want to see him take on a larger role. 
Honestly, yeah, because week two he looked really good. Yeah, he looked really good. And then this game was kind of just a, a wash. <laughs> the both like they they had what twenty six total yards rushing between Henry and Spears. He had four on six, uh, or six yeah. on four. The the Browns defense is legit so far. So like that's kind of hard task, but. Yeah, and I'll throw one more out. Um, it, it was the most he's played so far, but I, I really expected more of an. I don't know, maybe it's unfair, but I really expected to see more of Michael Meyer, you know, early in his career. Yeah, I agree. One target, zero catches, had the two point conversion. Um, I thought he looked okay blocking, but I, he didn't. He still didn't play that much, and that's kind of surprising to me when he felt like a ready made plug and play tight end, and for a team that clearly needed one, so. Yeah, I thought that's kind of surprising. So just two guys that do play, but I want to see them get a lot more involved. I hope they do, and I uh, I hope you catch some of these CJ Stroud highlights when he uh, picks apart the Pittsburgh Steelers. 